0: Discover Music on Indie 102.3. My name's Alicia Sweeney. Today we are in the performance studio to hear the music of Melbourne singer-songwriter Angie McMahon. After gaining attention in her home country over this past year, we've been getting to know her stateside and playing her music on the radio for you. Angie McMahon's debut album Salt is out this Friday, July 26th on Dual Tone Records. Welcome to the studio. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Let's kick off with a song. Set this one up for us. It's called Soon.
1: Yes. This song is one of the first songs that I wrote that I knew I wanted to be on my record. It was actually a few years ago that I wrote it and just kind of kept it, like held on to it. When I was writing it, it was my parents' 25th wedding anniversary. And I kind of had the intention to write a song about their marriage and their love. But in the end, I just wrote about my own love and heartbreak journey. And there's like one line in there about my parents. I like this song.
0: <laughs> well, let's hear it now. Angie McMahon, not playing with her band, just solo in the studio with her guitar.
2: you sweep me off
0: my feet just yet When they've only just
2: landed firm on the ground And I'm so tired of being messed around You've watched me shift my shape and fall into Maybe you could wait for me I'll do my best To get out of this dreary place I'll have to face it slow I've been hiding my tears From my mother and she She um. I feel like I'm living when I smell of cigarette smoke Rich and bitter, and yesterday I could I'd like-
0: It's soon from Angie McMahon on Indie 102.3. That song will be out on her debut record out this Friday called Salt. I love that line in the song. I feel like I'm living when I smell cigarette smoke. Mm -hmm. When, When did that come to you and what does that remind you of? It was
1: particularly when I was, like, 19, when I wrote the song, was, like, my first foray into, like, smoking. But also being a singer, I'm very conscious that it's, like, bad for my voice. But <laughs> I love smoking. And I, I also I do it when I'm trying to pull myself out of a bad mental place, I think. And it doesn't always work. Sometimes it can actually make you sadder. You know, I sometimes do it coming home from tour and trying to center myself. But if for some reason, I feel like, yeah, I do feel like I'm living. I feel like it's life, even though it's... It's like causing sickness and death. It's really it doesn't make much sense.
0: It it but for some reason it does as well. Like I, I it transported me like to hanging out in a club or to hanging on yeah. to someone that you love, especially when I hear that heartbreak theme in the song. Yeah, totally. It's yeah. Well, it's your first time in Denver. It is. I love it here. It's really nice. Uh, You were mentioning, like right after you recorded the song, that it's a little bit hard on your voice to be a mile high and to have it be so dry here.
1: Yeah, I just learned in the ride from the airport last night that we are a mile higher than above sea level yeah it's crazy yeah. i mean it's also the flying does that to your voice it's just dry is 2019 your first time traveling through the states um to play music it is I, I had come last year and i had a couple visits but this year we came for south by southwest and that was the first like tour um so yeah
0: it is and that's being thrown into mm-hmm. music. There, mm-hmm. how did you find Austin and the whole experience? It was
1: great. It was overwhelming. I came home with quite a like a burnt out brain, but it was amazing. I just tried to look after my health. There were so many bands. There's so much happening at South by Southwest. You really have to just like stay in your lane. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you just you
0: get swept up. I don't know. (laughs) And as we look ahead, later this week, you're going to be performing at the Festival of All Festivals, the Newport Folk Festival.
2: Yeah, I'm so excited.
0: What's your part in this festival this year? There's a stage called the Future is
1: Female stage in the museum section, and I'm sharing that gig with a few other artists. So I'm really excited. I think it's going to be like a really powerful display of songwriting. Hopefully, I feel really honored to be in that part of it and also just to get to see the festival because I've never been so
0: best of luck to you for that thank you and congratulations the new record Salt is coming out on Friday let's talk a little bit about this how do you feel now that it's getting ready to be released into the world I feel
1: so much relief yeah it's been a long time coming I feel really good. I was pretty like nervous and stressed much earlier in the process, like making the thing and finishing it and stepping away from it. All of those months were like emotional turmoil because I've I've always wanted to create a record and it's my first record, and I was putting a lot of pressure on it. But at this point, stepping back from it and being able to give it away, I'm just like I'm proud of it and I'm really excited to have support behind me and a really wonderful label and people behind me, and so I feel. Good.
0: <laughs> and looking at the cover of the record, this is you at the studio or the house that you were mm-hmm. performing in as you were recording it.
1: Yeah, it was like a scout hall Airbnb that we went and rented. And that was on the last day we'd finished recording. And I just sat in the sun and like my bass player snapped a photo and it felt like that should be the cover. Like a real, it captured what where we had been and what we'd done.
0: Well, I want to talk a little bit about your songwriting, but we should hear another song now. Tell me about this one, Keeping Time. It's a song that we've been playing here around Indie 1023 that we're all in love with. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for playing.
1: <laughs> That's so cool. It's so far from my home and you guys are playing this song. It was a turning point for me in the songwriting process because it was the first time I'd written like a guitar riff that actually moved and I felt like it was good and it was the first time I'd written a song that felt like a rock song where I ne- I felt like I needed a band behind it. And so I was starting to think about pulling a band together, which I then did. And now they're some of my best friends and we're touring the world together. So it's like, you know, it's really points to a certain part of my life in a really beautiful way. I think that is nice to look back on. And it's a song about songwriting almost like I sort of wrote it to try and motivate myself to work harder and take my music career more seriously and stop doubting myself so much and be more self-disciplined, you know, all those kinds of themes. So that's kind of what the song is about.
0: Well, with that in mind, let's get into it. This is Angie McMahon on Indie 1023 from Colorado Public Radio.
2: But I want someone who doesn't mind it when I stand I want someone who's funny looking when they dance I want to dance with them, I want to dance
0: 1023 in our performance studio with Angie McMahon. She hails from Melbourne, Australia. She joins us playing her song, Keeping Time. I love your singing voice. Oh, that's so nice. Thank you. Yeah. I love singing. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, it's really fun. Did you do it when you were a little girl? Like, has this been something that you've
1: yeah. always done? Yeah, I used to sing along in the car a lot. We'd have CDs playing and whatever it was. I was always trying to replicate and be louder than the person singing, which was probably quite annoying for the rest of my family, but that's I've always done that.
0: And were you having to listen to whatever your parents listened to or older siblings?
1: Yeah, my dad would mostly choose the music and I like his taste. So it it was a big part of me feeling confident about the music path and he loved songs and he loved that I was going down the route of playing songs. And, you know, he and my mum work in law, like it's a very academic upbringing that they had and they he was very supportive and he was always playing Springsteen and like Bob Dylan and Tom Waits and stuff and that was a way for me to engage in music and have this bond with my parents and yeah I mean it's always been a part of my life
0: I want to read a quote from a couple years ago mm-hmm. from Triple J, yes. which is like the big indie station in Australia. Yeah? That's right.
1: There's a the big one.
0: Okay. So you said, quote, I think I developed my sound by copying what my idols did on their albums, vocalists who would pour energy and emotion into their delivery. So I'm quoting mm-hmm. this interview that you did. Do you still feel that now a couple years on as you've gotten into doing your own songwriting. I definitely feel open to that
1: idea of replicating things and then bringing your own self into it. And I sort of think that that's what everyone does, even if it's not conscious. In some way, we're all just, you know, mimicking things that we've heard or seen and reworking them in our own creative way. And that's definitely what I was doing with my voice. Like one of those artists I would sing along to was Katie Lang in the car. And I wanted to have that low controlled smooth quality that she had very emotive singing and so that was a big a big inspiration for me when I started singing and and now with my songwriting like it's it's hearing other songs that I love that then makes me want to go and write a song or you know like ignites a lyric idea so it's definitely like a a a cog in the big songwriting machine I think is the way that I think and it's nice to think of it that way because then you don't have to put pressure on yourself to be entirely original and entirely unique and have these amazing ideas it's like I am inspired by all of the things around me and the things that I hear and I'm lucky to be able to hear so many beautiful things
0: You've been a cool music discovery for us here at indie one oh two three, and I have to congratulate you. I mentioned to this Australian radio station Triple J. Mm. You're their big featured artist for the week this week. yeah, yeah. what what's that mean to you because did you grow up listening to this station or at least in your teen years? And
1: yeah, definitely. I mean, it's like a big it's a big station back home. and the idea of making a record that was always the goal for me. and you never know where it's going to go. You never know if people are going to listen to the album. I always just wanted it to exist. and To have support like that and support from you guys and, and, you know, all of the ways that it's coming through makes my creation feel much more tangible and exciting. And it's nice that people will get to hear the songs.
0: So, yeah, it's really wonderful. Yeah. What were some big inspirations for the record Salt? Salt. Well, actually,
1: one of you guys mentioned earlier that you've had middle kids come through the studio before. They were a big inspiration for me. I love Hannah's voice and I love the the energy behind those songs. And, um... You know how I was saying before I, I wanted to start playing with a band? Like, listening to Middle Kids was a big transition for me, just in terms of realizing what maybe I could do with sound. I, I was always very solitary with my solo music, it was always just me and my guitar. And they're one of the bands who opened up being louder for me, you know, mm-hmm. and having confidence with the rock sound.
0: Well, you have one final song for us, and I, and I gotta ask you about this. You say this song has a whistle section in it, like a bird call. Yeah, tell me more about this. Well, it's
1: the song that I wrote about friendship, and the idea behind it is your life is busy and messy, and your friends need you and wanting them to reach out and wanting to be there for them even when all of your stuff is going on. And so, the bird call comes from that. And it's sort of this idea that, you know, in my head, it, it's like your friends calling out to you or you calling out to your friends. And that kind of a connection where you drop everything and jump in. So the lyric in the chorus, if you call, I'll turn on the
0: lights for you. Well, you are going to perform it now. Who do you think's the best whistler in music, by the way? Oh, my goodness. I have no idea. Who is it? Maybe like Andrew Bird? Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, classic. bit. Yeah. 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 Oh,
0: of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get to this. Angie McMahon in our performance studio today. This is If You Call.
2: I'm putting down. don't want you to compromise a love to love me Some kind of mouth that I made That I've learned, as we've been watching people leaving. All oh, the loving that we've had is gonna keep us Gonna
0: keep it's If You Call from Angie McMahon. You are listening to Indie 1023. My name is Alicia Sweeney. Her debut album, Salt, is out this Friday, July 26th on Dual Tone Records. She is a Melbourne based artist. And thank you so much for flying all the way on the other side, onto the other side of the world to come visit us in mm-hmm. Denver, Colorado. Thank you for having me. It's really nice. And this session was brought to you by our talented staff, including Dave Fender, our audio engineer, producer Bruce Trujillo, and running the camera, you can find him online, Irvin Coffee. This is Indie1023.org.